Hello and welcome to the Mission City Podcast. In today's session, our campus pastors Dave and Chuck discuss serving in our community. They go over what are the opportunities we have here at Mission City, but also what are some ways that you can serve in your community no matter where you are. This is another great session, and I can't wait for you to hear it. So here is Dave and Chuck. Hey, good morning, Dave. Hey, Chuck. How you doing today? Good. Hey, I just want to compliment you on that, uh, that nice shirt you got on. I was told it was one of a kind. Yeah, I mean, uh, I thought I thought our campus has the only one that had the cool shirts, but I guess I guess we're, we're all over Mission City. Yeah. So, in case you don't know, if you're watching out there, these are our parking lot shirts for those that work in our parking lot. What a great job they do every week, man! I'll tell you what that uh, it's, hot. A, it's an un kind of an unheralded position, but man, those guys do an amazing job. And well, you know, they're the such, first touch, absolutely. And, it, and you know, it's it's it takes five to six touches, you know, signage to the people out in the parking lot, greeting people, having a smile, connecting with them, all the way to the get in a, till people get in a seat, I think, to make a, a person feel like, hey, I, I like it here. Yeah, so when you pull in, you know, you pull into Mission City, either campus, you got the guys out there waving and pointing people in the right direction, and they walk in, and we got greeters at the door. Right. Which... I could always use a few more. So if you're listening out there, same here. We need parking uh, guys. I'm telling parking you, parking guys, greeters. Uh, then you, you, we have our next steps folks that right. uh, talk to people, right? And then when you go into the worship center, we got greeters in there, yep. and then we got people inside. So yeah, you're you're right. So those those things are so important to let people know. You know, we do care that they're here, right? And if you want to get one of those really cool, yeah, how do I go about getting really a cool shirt like this, Chuck? You got to serve on one of our outside. Teams, which is parking, setup, breakdown. That's right. You serve on that, you get a cool shirt. Now, I like the t-shirts as t-shirts well. Are cool too. They're we got cool, cool t-shirts, but hats. Uh, we got cool hats. We do, but uh, and, and I, and you I know, my son wants a belt buckle. A he wants a Mission City Mission belt buckle. City be- <laughs> so, Justin, <laughs> belt buckles, bro. Um, I have to compliment Justin and his his team. Yeah, uh, they do a great job with our branding. And they really do. Great job of our. Uh, of the look, the Mission City look. I think yeah. it's a Well, and as you job. said, if you want one of these shirts, there's two ways of getting one. $200, I think they cost. <laughs> or you can serve in parking. We'll give you one. Now, the sad thing is, though, you quit after a week just to get a shirt. Chuck comes to your house yeah. and gets the shirt back. Well, I got some fellas. <laughs> I'll bring some fellas along. You know, I got some fellas that'll back me up. I'm not much of a fighter anymore. I hear you. I got I'm one good left. Once I'm good yeah, once. Yeah. I got one left. I right. got to save that for my family. Absolutely. Because you know, I, I I wasted all the other ones. But uh, as we're talking about serving yeah. in the church and all the different places that we have, worship team and tech teams and and uh, greeters and missions and different things like that. As you know, most 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 people that watch podcast, if you're a part of Mission City, we had a group that just came back from Puerto Rico uh, on a mission trip. We've got a group leaving next week for Zambia, and we've got our student ministry leaving for Brownsville at this campus, and then at our Northwest campus, they're leaving the next week right. to go to Brownsville. And so we really strive to to follow that great commission of going. Summer is busy. At Mission City, finding ways to serve. You know, things don't shut down in the summer. No, they ramp up, don't they? They do. They ramp up. And it's been really cool to see uh, what happened in, in Puerto Rico, uh, getting that report from Donnie and, 
and just talking to our folks that, that went and had Donnie's going to be with us in a couple great, weeks. Yes, on our podcast, we'd love right? to have Donnie have yeah. Donnie come on and and uh, just talk, especially as we end the summer, kind of wrapping up missions in the right. summer. And uh, I'm excited to hear what hap- is going to happen at um, at uh, uh, in, Zom- in Zambia, Zambia, Zambia. Well, I'm- Zambia is where the people is from Zambia? The Walking Dead. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's zombie. That's zombie. You know, they don't call them that on the show. They call them walkers. But, Walker, uh, yes. but yeah, Zambia, they get back. Uh, they're actually, they're leaving this next week. And then I'm excited about hearing what's in, what's in Brownsville. But we don't just do missions around the world and hours away. We also have local mm-hmm. uh, ministries that we do here at Mission City. And right. that's sort of what we're going to talk about today is, is our desire to serve in our community. Because we mentioned this when we had our executive pastor, Don, here. We said, you know, our goal was to, to, to be multi-campuses in different neighborhoods throughout San Antonio so that we could impact that. And I know one of the things that our lead pastor, Pastor Matt, talked to me about before I came was... He wanted to make sure that we were serving our community so well and that we were out there so much that if something happened where you picked up our church and you moved it somewhere else, there would definitely be a void in that area because we uh, want to serve our neighborhood so well. Yeah, and uh, there's an opportunity each and every week for uh, our people to get to find a way of ministry. And I think ministry happens as we've talked a lot about in life group. Absolutely. It's not just about coming together in a life group and, and doing biblical community, which I think is super valuable. But if that's all we're doing, the question has to be asked right. is what are we doing? Right. You know, our, 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 our mission is not just about growing in Christ, but it's also sharing Christ and you Absolutely. share Christ by meeting needs in our community. And so we encourage our life groups to not just be, uh, Biblical community, but be yeah, just servants. soak and you know, just yeah. soak and sit. Yeah, that's not good. Us four, no more. Right. We want to. We want to. We want to be people who share uh, the love of Christ and be the hands and feet of Jesus in our community, meeting needs. And we have so many different options. I'm sitting here staring at uh, just some flyers that you can pick up on our walls at our mission boards. Mm-hmm. Right. Just for example, Hill Country Daily Bread. Uh, it's in, this is actually San Antonio daily bread, but we have one in, in the, in the hill country as well for people who live in Bernie, the Fair Oaks area. You guys are served by the San Antonio uh, daily bread. And we use that to, especially for manna, uh, manna is a big part. Matter of fact, manna is going on right now, right now. Uh, we got a team of volunteers down there right now serving. It's a really cool. It's a great thing. I got to do manna during the pandemic. That was a, that's probably one of the best times I've ever had in my life being able to serve feeding people it's groceries people come up to the church um, or if they're homebound Donnie takes a group out and they deliver uh, in in the community as well being the hands and feet of Jesus because you know our mission statement is meeting people where they are you know with the gospel of Jesus Christ going to to where they are which is also uh, church under the bridge is 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 another one. Uh, we do this uh, one Thursday per quarter, mm-hmm. uh, where we feed uh, over. I've been out there a couple different times, and we feed over a, a, a hundred people. And then, of course, Agora is the same thing. It's a it's a it's a food ministry, inner city church plants, and different things like that. Right. And Agora is who we fed over a thousand right. families 
at uh, Food for Families, which happens around Thanksgiving, which yeah. is, you know, you think about it, you're like, well, that's a long way off. Well, we have to start planning we're now. Planning if we're going to feed a thousand people, we're starting right. to, to do that now. And so, you know, Mark 10, 45, Jesus said, for even the son of man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. And so that is what we think of when we're thinking about serving the community. We want to get up from where we are and go to them. And like you said, a, a good way to do that is through life groups. But I want to make sure people understand this, too. We're not just feeding people because the next day you're going to be hungry again. Right. We also share the gospel. We want to be the hands and feet of Jesus. It's not just enough to feed them. That's just the the ability to, to feed them shows them that we care, but we care more about their souls because their soul is going to spend an eternity somewhere. And so when we do these things, it's always gospel-focused. Donnie shares the gospel, or he asked me to fill in on some Wednesdays, and those that are receiving groceries and stuff, we share the gospel of Jesus Christ because, like we said, you're going to be hungry again, but we want to make sure, like like Jesus told the Samaritan woman, uh, how about I give you the living water where you'll never thirst again? Yeah, that is a really cool cool story about how God meets our needs and meets us where we are. And, and I think that's what serving through through manna, through Agora, giving them groceries, it's meeting their needs right now. The immediacy is important, Yeah, but it gets us in the door. Yeah. It gets us in the door to be able to share the gospel um, and, and gives us uh, a, a sense of purpose, you know, because our purpose in all of this is not about me feeling good, right. although I feel good. I enjoy it. You look like you feel good I today. Feel good. Thank you. Thank that coffee's hit, hit, that coffee's hitting home. Hitting, or that uh, it hit well. cafe ooh-la-la is hitting, hitting it's home. It's hitting well. Our purpose is to glorify God, right? He says, you know, in Matthew uh, 5, 16, says, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works. And, as, and then as a result of that, they may glorify your Father in heaven. Because that's ultimately what all these ministries are for. It's to point people to Jesus. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it does not matter what, what you mentioned, you know, life groups. And, and one of the goals is we ask our life groups, hey, pick a, a local mission, mm-hmm. uh, serve in that capacity sometime. And so many of them did so great at Food for Families. I mean, I was, it was blown away watching how in our commons area, how it was sort of like this assembly line. And you had people just putting food in boxes and taking it out there. And I remember there was a group, one of the life groups, the last table was a Bible. And I remember some of our youth were, were trying to get the, the box closed. And her going, no, 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 that doesn't have a Bible in it yet. And they'd have to untape it or whatever. She was making sure that God's word was going. Because his, his, you know, God's word says that his word never returns void, right? right? And so she wanted to make sure that every single one of those boxes didn't just have food in it, but it also had, had the word of God. And so you know, we, one of the things that we say about life groups, we're like, hey, it's not just a Bible study. Even though that's enough, I mean, when they gather in there, uh, we have some that meet on Sunday mornings. We have some that meet in our starting to meet in homes. All of your life groups are meeting in homes. Mm-hmm. One of the things we ask them to do is, hey, hey, get together in God's word. We, everything we do is, is God's word, but also pray together as a, as, as a life group. And we want you guys to, to take the word of God from that life group and take it out into our community. Our student ministry, who we're going to have on our podcast as well from both campuses soon. Uh, They're doing a really good job at being in the schools and letting all the teachers, the principals, all of which I know 
you serving in the in, in the schools and coaching over 29, that's a big deal when a church shows up and says, hey, we're available to help the school in whatever capacity we can help. Yeah, one of the most fun things I got to help do one day is we, we took sonic drinks to a middle school in Bernie and dropped those. And I've never seen teachers so happy to get a sonic drink in their life. Heck yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, you, you think about little things and it's a those, little thing, but man, and right. And those, those engagements, those little moments where you get to engage people that where they are, um, open doors to be able to yeah. share Jesus and, and be Jesus, you know, and a lot of times we don't think about what we, what are we, what we're doing is being the hands and feet of Jesus. We're serving Jesus, as it talks about at the end of Matthew 25, right? He, he says, you know, you saw, you saw me hungry and you fed me. Right. You saw me thirsty and you gave me water. I was naked and you clothed me. I was a stranger and you welcomed me in. And they said, well, when did we ever see you hungry, thirsty, naked and, and, and estranged? And he said, when you've done it to the least of these meaning his people, right. people in need, right. people that need to be served. Right. You've done it. It's like you've done it for me. And the, the, ad, the adverse is true. When we see it and we don't respond, right. when we don't feed and we don't clothe and we don't welcome, we've, it's like we've done that to Jesus. We pushed him away. And, and so I'm, I'm so encouraged by the fact that we get an opportunity to serve our community in a really cool way at Mission City. One of the things that uh, Pastor Matt has been teaching over the years, even this goes back to student ministry days whenever we worked together, uh, one of the things that he used to say is we minister to people out of the overflow of our own hearts. And I remember hearing that, and, and that really stuck with me. And I used that everywhere I went to ch churches that I served over the years and ministries and different things because I've you know, got opportunities to go in different prisons with my biker ministry and been able to, 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 to go into hospitals and nursing homes and, and mission trips and all the things as you have as well. Is, is really that's true. If we're ministering to people, we need to do that out of the overflow of our own hearts because what happens is I want to be so full of Jesus. It's like he's spilling out of me so that others can see. And, and I love the example in John chapter 4 that Jesus gives us of the Samaritan woman. You know, he's, he's at the well at the hottest time of the day. He knows that she's going to be there. She shows up. She's broken. She's hurting. She's been used, abused, and everything else. Jesus shows up there and asks her to give him a drink. And she's astonished that he would even talk to her. Right. Because, you know, they would have no dealings with those. And I know probably every single one of us have a certain people group or a certain uh buzzword sin or something that's right. just too much for us. And, and we think, well, I, I, I don't want to do that. I'm not going to the prison or I'm not going there. I can't, I can't handle those type of people. But the thing about it is when Jesus dies on the cross for our sins, he dies for, for every single sinner. He doesn't die for the religious people. And I think sometimes whenever we've been saved for a long period of time, we sort of get a little bit almost like, um, What's the word I'm looking for? We, we sort of become blind to people's needs, almost like we, we, we're entitled. I guess that's what I'm looking at, yeah. like, well, like, almost like I deserve that, but, the, but they don't. I never deserved it. 
I never deserve. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And so it's important for us to try, you know, I know one of our prayers, if I'm going to minister out of the overflow of my own heart, it, it starts with how I view people. And I always say this, I want to see them through Jesus's eyes, love with his heart. And as you said, minister with his hands and feet. Right. And I think a lot of times it's when we, when we are involved in those community services, it gets, you know, this is, gives us an opportunity to connect and, and be a beacon. You know, we talked about be a light, let your light so shine before man. The, the light conquers the darkness, right? And if we can in any way infuse light into the community, be a beacon of light. It helps us as a church uh, relate to community because I, I think one of the ways serving really benefits us is it gives us a connection that we might not otherwise have. Like I remember when we when I was got the chance to serve in Mana during that time period, I got to one serve along people that are from completely different backgrounds than me, and. Some of those people are I'm, I'm, I'm friends with now that I probably would have never, right. they would never have would have been sort of this connected friendship. But through serving, we have a relationship. Yeah. And the people that we got to serve, we got to form relationships because you get to see them over and over again. And so there's a buildup of trust and they know that what we're telling them, you know, if you haven't built a relationship with them. Right. It's hard to trust what you're saying, yeah. but over time, when you're building those relationships because you're serving them in some capacity, you, you you've reconnected, and it does so much for your own faith. Yeah, it does so much for your own. Um, uh, when you're used strength. by God, strength. Yeah. yeah, being used by God. So, um, I, I think one of the, the great the benefits is it deepens your connection with God and His community through His Word. Yeah, my one of the. Uh, found the founder of uh, the motorcycle ministry I'm a part of, uh, Pastor Z uh, said this one time. He was talking about doing this kind of ministry, homeless ministry and prison ministry. He's like, you know, when you're doing that kind of ministry, you need to earn the right to share the gospel, you know, with people, mm-hmm. and not earn earn the right of the gospel, earn the right with people mm-hmm. so that you can share with them the hope that you have. Because, you know, there's a famous saying, you know, people don't care how much you know till they know how, how much, much you care. care, right? And so, yeah, I think you, I think that's sort of the, the case. If you're building that relationship, you're earning the right to share the gospel. If you just, you know, are willy-nilly about it, you know, and you're, you're not really gospel-focused, mm-hmm. I know I walk away from a situation when I see homeless or I see somebody hurting, and if I haven't shared the gospel, it literally bothers me. Like when I'm trying to go to sleep that night, I'm thinking about the opportunities that I had, and I'm reminded through the power of the Holy Spirit, and I love that. And, and, and sometimes people, it doesn't even have to be a huge thing like a manna or or or, or those things. I, I know that not too long ago I was speaking at something, and afterwards we were trying to go to a bunch of different nice restaurants, and they were all too busy. And I was so hungry. I hadn't eaten all day because I was preparing for this. And, and I get to this place. Imagine, you know how I am about my food. Imagine you know? Dave Cash hungry. Oh, man, Dave oh, Cash hungry. That's almost And un- we hit like this nice <laughs> Italian place, a steak place, a seafood place. They're all busy, right? So we end up at a Denny's. And, uh, wait, 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 wait. It's wait, not wait. that I'm... 
You, you turned down a, waiting at a steak place to go to Denny's. It was a two-hour wait. I was starving, and I wanted people to survive that were with me. I didn't want to lose my witness, right? So we end up at a Denny's. So we go in, and uh, and again, I'm not. it's not that I'm too good for Denny's. I'd be, I'll probably eat Denny's tomorrow or the I next day. I love Denny's. What are you love talking about? the Grand Slam, you know? But uh, anyway, I was. But it's different when you're expecting this, and you get so— You passed up a steakhouse. I go in, and, and the, the waitress tells us that they're out of this, and they're out of and she has a really, really terrible— Terrible, terrible attitude. And so we get to our table and I try and joke with her and it just, it goes over horrible, right? <laughs> so she comes back and I said, excuse me, can I ask you something? She goes, now what? And I said, is there something that we can be praying for you about? And she looked at me and tears came out and she said, how did you know? And I said, well, I, I, I don't know anything. I just, is there something I can pray for you about? She said, I just got a call an hour and a half ago. My grandfather who raised me passed away unexpectedly. And I'm, I'm just, I can't believe it. And, and one of the people at the table goes, well, why are you still here if your grandfather passed away? She said, I'm a single mom and yeah. I have to work. And one, we took up a collection at the table and said, hey, if you want to take off, you know, here's, here's, I know this is more than you would make in your shift. And the girl that we were with built a relationship with her, began to talk with her, had her come to her church with her, with her and, and her son. Mm. And so it's just, it, and that wasn't planned, but you think about the Lord being at the, the well. You know, wherever we go, we represent him. And right. if that's at a table, at a restaurant, if that's wherever the Lord can use us, it doesn't have to be at something huge, although those are great to plan. Sometimes it's just helpful to ask somebody and let them know how much you care. Yeah, we were talking. I was, I was at the hospital this morning with uh, one of our families that had a their son had a yeah. had an accident and being able to be with them. But I was on the shuttle coming back from the hospital, the parking lot over at University where the traffic is terrible. Yeah. But uh, we were talking about there was a there was a a woman out there collecting money, and and he was and and the guy was telling me he said he hey. Sh- She's been out there all day, you know, and he and he was talking about, you know, I, I just don't give to those people anymore. He said because they just throw it in your face, and and I thought, you know, what a what a sad yeah. situation, you know, because I I have to admit that I've I've felt that way at times. Yeah. About man, they're just out there collecting money. They're you know they may make more money than I do, you know, well, panhandling or whatever, and 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 it was really convicting to hear hear that from somebody else. Yeah. You know, and I thought about stung a little bit. Yeah. It did. Yeah. It stung. It stung pretty, pretty hard. I'm not saying that you, you stop at every corner and give sure. money to everybody at every corner, but, but it's just being, I think what you, you kind of said it is being s- sensitive to the Holy Spirit sure. and how we can serve people who are needing or in need. Um, well, how would you community. rather err? Would you rather err on the side Absolutely. of, you know, okay, maybe they do have more. I think we're just called to to give, but right. not give and then police and judge. You know, right. I think I think we just leave the results up to right. up to the Lord. Sometimes right. when we live open handed with our stuff, yeah, it it becomes a whole lot easier. Yeah. Open handed and open hearted. Yeah, it, it just becomes so much easier and so much. Uh, I think you you receive so much more blessing yeah. from that. And man, it's been an awesome. Yeah, awesome I can't believe we're out of time about, already. No, man, I looked at the thing and we're almost over yeah, time. Absolutely. Well, it's great being with you again. Yes, and, Dave. Uh, if you're looking for a place to serve, we have many inside of Mission City, outside of Mission City, and around the world as we try and fulfill the Great Commission. Yeah, and you take the initiative as well. Uh, Amen. 
be the hands and feet of Jesus. Yeah. Amen. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening to the Mission City Podcast. If you enjoyed this session, then we encourage you to rate and review this podcast on whatever platform that you are listening. It really helps us reach more people with the gospel of Christ. Thank you again, and we look forward to seeing you next week.